The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to the first My Brother, My Brother and Me direct from heaven, the Holy of Holies. Post-rapture got swept up. Sw- What's that? Swept away? If you didn't get left behind, you got swept away. Uh, and now we're here. We're up here. In, we uh, did it. We did it. It's super nice. Um, nobody has belly buttons, which is mm-hmm. kind of weird. That was a surprise. Um and they they show uh, to catch a predator reruns all day because mm-hmm. that show's pretty much always great. To always goes down super smooth. There there is one downside. Tell me, Griffin got left behind. Griffin did get left behind. Uh, what we have done is made a deal with the devil that once a week we can go back to Earth to record an advice show for the Majin era. Uh, not this week. This week, Jesus let Griffin come up. To see what he's missing. Guys. Guys. Yeah. You guys. Seriously. Me and Kirk Cameron are tight, tight bros now. Yeah? Did yeah. he get... Wait, did he get left behind? He, he did as sort of an envoy see, to the LB? stars. Okay. That's his new... His new role is Kirk Cameron, envoy to the stars. Uh, it's just me and him just fucking rapping about bananas and how good they are. Wait, 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 wait. Is Kirk Cameron in bananas? He's like super... Have you never seen that... That clip, that YouTube clip. No. Where he's like, he talks about bananas, and he's like, bananas prove that God exists, um, because they're just so perfect. <laughs> they're just so perfect. This, these bananas could not possibly be some sort of cosmic accident. And, like, I get it, Kirk. Like, they're delicious, and they fit right in your hand, and they have a natural shell, and they have potassium and shit. Like, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That. They're delish. Um, so, so, yeah, it's just me and Kirk now. Wait, so... Every- Everyone got swept up except you and Kirk Cameron. Yeah, we are the only two people left on Earth. Whoa. Is that weird? Is that awkward for you? Uh, it was, I'll be honest, it was weird at first. And I'll be even more honest, it's still really weird. Still pretty weird, right? It's still, like, pretty weird all the time. So, um, I miss, I miss you, guys. I miss, uh, I miss everyone who isn't Kirk Cameron at this point. Um, (laughs) Oh, wow. So, so, like, a lot. There's a lot of people you miss. Is that weird to tell him that? Fucking nonstop bananas. Like, dude, I get it. Talk about <laughs> something else. Hey, you were on Growing Pains, right? Let's rap about Growing Pains, please. Anything but these bananas. What was it like? Literally anything else. The, the video game Horde. Was that fun? Just tell me anything, Kirk. So, it, if Griffin had a question about how to best handle Kirk Cameron, he could turn to my brother, my brother, and me. It's an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I, I'm your middleest brother, Travis McElroy. I am your youngest, uh, heathenist brother, I guess. That's yeah. not true. E- Evilist? The, heathenist. Well, let's, let's be honest. Jewishist. Mm. <laughs> of the three um, of us, I think that, that, no, that's fair. 
Yeah, you're the most yep. Jewish, I think. Which, again, um, another huge point of contention between me and Kirk. Loves uh, bananas. Kirk, not a, quite as big a fan of the chosen people. Kirk loves b- bananas. Griffin loves Elaine Boozler. I think she's just a hoot. Let's get it right in the questions. My uh, six-month anniversary is coming up, and I don't know what I should do. I've been told everything from just dinner to a movie to flowers to jewelry. What? What do you guys think is the appropriate thing to do for six-month anniversary? I am 22. My girlfriend is 21. Our anniversary is on Monday, the 23rd, but I'll listen to your show in the morning and won't be seeing her to the evening, so I will be able to act on your wisdom before I see her. That's from Joe. Joe, do want to clarify real quick, we do not advise you take any of the advice we give you. There's a lot of pressure on me now. This feels do you like- just Do you skip the first 45 seconds of the show? Like, how do you not know? Don't do our shit. Our shit Don't is do this bad. Shit. This, this shit is bad. Now, this what I'm about to say is going to sound like one of those, like, wow, Travis just said really bad advice. I, wow, well, and Travis has to preface his bad advice. Yeah, I know. You know it's about to get dirty. I'm almost certain at a six-month anniversary, what you have to do is say, oh, hey, happy anniversary. It's been six months, I guess. I yeah. go, you know, I'm going to go with Trav on this one. You do not want to set. If, if anything, the six-month anniversary is the... Uh, appropriate time for an expectations lowering game. You yeah. do not want to start pushing the bar up. Is that just so you can flip it at the one year when it when when yeah. it really counts? Do a dynamite job at the years, but six months. No, just figure figure out right now what you are going to get her at one year, and then cut that thing in half and give right give with a one, samurai sword. Like, uh huh. Well, cut like baby. I got you this sweet diamond brooch. Uh, just kidding, I got you half of a sweet diamond brooch because this doesn't matter what we're doing. Or um, it, it will it will in six months. And I do want to thank you for my gift, Cromdlon, a broadsword that cuts diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> that was very thoughtful of you. You got me <laughs> to give me Cromdlon. You got me the blessed sky blade and I used it and I cut <laughs> this is this is Rufus. He is your dog, but this is half of him. You'll get the other half in exactly six months. If, when in doubt, ask your partner. Mm-hmm. Ask, like, hey, so are we going to do something for the six-month anniversary? What would you like to do? Yeah, get that dialogue going now. I want to treat you right. How do you want me to treat you? Well, Tell yeah, me what you she need. She come back and be like, I want to do something special. Or more than likely, she's going to come back and say, I don't really care. I hear Burger King has a new sandwich. Let's check it out. I honestly, man, six months, the, the victory is going to be that you remembered. Yeah, um, a card, a card. Yeah, like, just get hey, a card. I remember this. You impressed? the The odds were against me recalling this, but I did. I triumphed over the odds. Um, I, I, I people who listen to this show regularly know that we have we do have a romantic streak, but this is the sort of empty sentimentality that I don't think serves anybody any good. It only is like a stressor for you. Yeah. And um, it, the, it's, it's false importance. And and just to break it down and take it a little bit further, anniversary, like the word means the celebration of a year gone past. Anna is a year, so to say a six. And what month what is a what is anniversary? Uh, anniversary from the old tongue. It's a, meaning it's a pagan ritual. We um, fucking did it. Mm-hmm. It means we uh, fucking did it in the old tongue. Did it? <laughs> like like a couple uh, like. Sports players high five uh-huh. in the changing yeah. room. Oh yeah, right. give your uh, girlfriend a nice pat on the bottom and say, "Good game." They said it couldn't be done. That's a good tone to set for the day. Actually, they said it couldn't be done. 
Maybe you should finally tell her that you love her, Joe. You've been holding on to that card for a while. Joe, play that card. She's ready. Hey, get this next question. This is weird. I've been dating my boyfriend for almost six months, and we don't live together. I know. Uh, It's a crossover. (laughs) It's it's a crossover event. Uh, I have... It sweeps, so we gotta go big. Uh, I have way more vacation time from work than he does, and that sucks. But I want to be able... Did you like the... uh, how emphatic I'm reading questions. Yeah, you really got in there. I'm really bringing it. And I want to be able to have fun with my time off, even if he can't be with me. I love to go backpacking. And I'm in a backpacking group, does not exist, refuse to believe that exists, (laughs) that plans on five or six trips a year. There's an awesome one planned for the end of the month, but my boyfriend said he can't get the time off from work. He is self-described as very jealous, and he doesn't like any of the men he knows who are going on this trip. I want to go, he doesn't want to go, and we've been fighting about it every day for too long. If you brothers tell me I'm wrong, I am ready to give in. Help, please. Controversial in California. Oh, oh man. Oh, God. This I, is a fucking sticky one. Listen, it is a, that is exactly right, because things are going to get sticky on that backpack. We know what happens <laughs> on backpacking trips. What do you have in that backpack? Fucking whipped cream. Fucking those... Like the the balls that you put in your butt to make the sex feel better. I don't. <laughs> we know why, what. Why you, does your backpack say lube bag on it? <laughs> we know what you're doing in those deep, dark, stinky woods. Everything covered we in. We know meat. what you're getting up to. Like, don't play us and don't play your boyfriend. On these backpacking trips, when you want to keep bugs away, you spray on. Is what because <laughs> that's how that's how on it is. That's how deeply, deeply on. Mm-hmm. Uh, backpacking trips go. It gets sticky in there. It gets so sticky that the that DEET has pheromones in it that just drives fellas wild. Hey, hey, Philip, do you need me to help you put your tent up? Bad news, Shelly. I already popped a tent. Check it down there. You done my, did? I mean, my dick. That's what you did to me with your curves and your burkies and your Birkin socks and your sweet khaki shorts. Let me get some of that gorp. <laughs> starving <laughs> I gotta carve up before I love you uh, I uh I oh man jealousy is a is a bad vibe especially for somebody you've been with for six months like yeah. I that, six months is a really important amount of time to just yeah, establish take it from it. us <laughs> um I, I, I mean that I think that that is this is like one of those we've been together six months he's got this big problem how do I sort of step around it? And I honestly think that whether it's, you know, whether this is your battleground or not, kind of get past that jealousy thing. Yeah. That's it. Because what jealousy, like the root of jealousy is always trust. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and guys will always say, people will always say, it's not that I don't trust you. It's that I don't trust everyone else. Yeah. It's like, well, and you also, should probably still trust me. And the root of a tree is a root. And you got to get up in nature while it's still here. How much longer do we have all these trees? Oh, you're saying I, I read take a, advantage. I read a science book the other day, and it was like, guys, we got like maybe another five or six years with these trees, and mm-hmm. then they're all gone. And then they paved paradise and put up a parking put lot. Up a whole, <laughs> just the whole planet, just one big parking lot. And then who's going to feel fucking silly? And then you have to go backpacking through the tree museum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And you're then gonna, it's like, get those people out of here. <laughs> you're going to have these giant natural sex orgies, and you won't have the shade provided by Mother Nature. And everyone's going to get burns on their privates. Everyone's going to get private burns, so 
just do it while you still can. God, you're so young. You're so young. Just go. Love the world. Just get out there and love Philip, the guy you're backpacking with. Mm -hmm. Have fun. Eat some gorp. Maybe have a little sex. Watch out for mosquitoes. And don't tell him about what happens. Don't you ever tell him. Just to relieve your guilt. That he'll never get over that. Griffin. Three barn owls watched me have sex in a tree. It was the most spiritual erotic experience of my life. <laughs> Do you want a Yahoo? Is that what you were saying my name for? Who is boning so good down there? <laughs> <laughs> hey, how about this Yahoo? I'm going to go snatch a field mouse out of that man's... Why does that man have a field mouse down there? <laughs> this is weird. I'm going to turn that into a bolus. Why is there a condom in this pellet? This hey, science, get over here and look at this pellet. Um... This Yahoo was sent in by Curly Head Poet. Thank you, Curly Head Poet. It's by Yahoo Answers user Kevin B., and it's the saddest thing I've ever read. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kevin B. asks, What do hugs feel like? <laughs> no, oh, no, no. no. I it. see people hug in school all the time. What's it like? I've oh, never God. hugged. I've never hugged or been hugged by anyone. Can you please describe it in detail? Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh Jesus! I'm gonna cry. I know. Oh, shit got oh, real. God. It got so real in here. Give me the guy's name again. Kevin B. Kevin B. Kev. Kev. Um, I mean, Kev. let's break it down. They're it not that is... great, Kev. <laughs> yeah, hugs are You're gross. Not much. I wish I had never had a hug on me from a parent or family or loved one. <laughs> This friend. feels like the beginning of a Pixar movie where Kevin Bean now goes off and invents a robot to hug him. I just can't. How do you go your whole life avoiding? I hug people. I work from home and rarely leave my home, and I still hug 10 to 12 people every day. Yeah. You got, You know what, Kevin? You got to get out there and start hugging strangers. Is it possible he's like a human porcupine? Oh, you, you think he's got porcupitis? Yeah. You guys remember that Dave Matthews Band video every day? Where he just like go, he, the guy wakes up and he just walks around the street hugging people, and it's like lift me up, love. And he just goes around hugging people. Uh huh. You know that music, the music video I'm talking about. Yeah, with you like, freelander. Me up, love. Is that who that is? Uh huh. All right, that's wow, Travis. You're like a fucking DMB cuts, DMB scholar over there. Yeah, that's I'm what you proud. gotta do. You gotta go get your hands dirty, and by hands I mean arms because hugging is a dirty thing do you know how you know how dave matthews band is weird because pretty much every band that that people like to brag that they were into them before something Mm. i I think with dave matthews band the more impressive thing is to is to be a fan after yeah i'm still into them after violin guy died i was still there like i was still i was into dave matthews band far 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 after it was fashionable even after he just became Dave Matthews and then realized he still needed his band. I'm still mm-hmm. there. Still there still for him. him. Still um, with him. A lot of people heard American Baby and were like, oh, this is the worst goddamn song ever <laughs> crafted by man. I can never listen to this band again. A lot of people and so quit like, then. Crank it up. I will it was see like you a in Dave Charlotte. Matthews rapture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was left behind in Charlotte. Um, hugs, hugs feel like you're wearing another person. Is that right. a person jacket? It's like you're wearing another man as, or woman as a jacket or coat or scarf. And they protect it's, you. A lot of people say sex is like the closest the two people can be to each other. I disagree. Because mm. I think sex is like a wet hug. 
Sex is like a oh, wet hug. Go on. <laughs> You've sex got me like so a, far. Sex is like a wet hug that you can only do with like one or two people once you marry them. Okay. A hug, a dry hug, if you will, which is the parlance I'm going to use for the rest of my life. A dry uh, hug. That was a good dry hug we just had. That was a good dry hug. Could have been moister, but we don't, we're not at that level yet. Um, right. I think it, a dry hug is the second closest you can be to a person, I think. But you can do it to more people, and you won't get any STDs. Unless, can you? From a hug? Yeah. Like an a HTD. Really, an a HTD really in that good case. dry hug. I don't know. If you're at a Dave Matthews band concert, absolutely. Oh, certainly. Certainly. <laughs> For certainly. You're not coming out of that that uh, dog pile without a few fleas. A few sex fleas. <laughs> you know, if you know what I mean, I think you do. Uh, as a as a home brewer, a few times every year I host a beer party to share my works with about 10 to 15 friends. I decided trying this with an MBMBAM listening party could be fun. I would be compelled, however, to make a Brothers McElroy Ale, which brings me to my question. What should be in the, b- the Bim Bam Brew? What should it be called? Brian. Hmm. I think Mabim Brew. Mabim Brew is pretty good. Yeah. My brewski, my brewski, and me. That's good. What about what about sex gas? <laughs> like it gives you sex- ga- it gives you like the energy that you need to make sex. <laughs> sex fuel. Maybe. That seems I I would never say that about beer. I've never about- <laughs> I've never I I can't think of a single beer I've ever drank where I felt more virile after consuming the beverage. <laughs> Um, Usually, I would like it if it had notes of coriander, okay, and blueberries, fennel seeds just floating in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Some, I don't want the flavor of fennel seeds. I want whole fennel whole seeds. Whole fennels. I'm, you know what? Let's just say, it, think of all the flavors and notes and hints you could get into a beer, and just put them all in there and call well, it "My Brother, My Brother and Me" flavor explosion. What if? Um, <laughs> what it would do, be disgusting. Like hands down. What do I like? I like beer, a crisp pale ale. Um, I also like candy. So um, what if we threw some Skittles and Starburst into a pale ale, and we called it My Brother, My Brother, and Me Candy Beer? <laughs> candy beer. Candy beer for kids. For the rest of us. Diabetes. I've always thought of pale ale uh, to be like a, a medium through which candy can be delivered. Uh, I've just <laughs> never had the the... I don't know, courage, I guess, to mix those two worlds together. Hey, Brian, this is pretty good beer, this uh, sex fuel that you've made, uh, this MBMBAM sex fuel. Uh, why is there a whole Werther's original in, in the bottom of this? Brian, How do you even do that? Is, I'm trying to get drunk, but this, this beer is just full of gummy worms. And I don't know how to think. I don't know how to deal with that. Brian, this is delicious. Are these sugar babies? Because I didn't even know they made these anymore. <laughs> Where did you find sugar babies, Brian? This beer kind of tastes like Necco wafers, and I'm upset about it. <laughs> Who can but I talk? I, to? But I'm getting drunker. So. I am drunk. That's is this good. Bubble tape. <laughs> the whole beer is wrapped in bubble tape. That sounds delicious. There's um, a, there's a lot of possibilities here. A lot of yeah. spaces we could explore. Each, Actually, each, it doesn't even have to be the same candy in each beer like we one could like you could buy a six pack and in that six pack oh this one's got dots and this one's got a bit of honey and this one has an entire snickers bar how did they get that snickers bar in there this is incredible they must have brewed it in there like the mouse in the coke bottle Mm. um so brian i look forward to drinking your beer 
Um, Travis made beer one time. You remember mm-hmm. that? Yes. How would you rate the flavor factor of the beer that you made? I, I thought it was just fine. Okay. Did it do um, the job? It did. Can I, can I would say that's a satisfying drunk, the drunk that you made yourself. It I, is, it's, it's like the Little Red Hen, though, because no one would help me brew the beer, but then everyone wanted to help me drink the beer. That's <laughs> not true at all. Except that no one wanted to drink the beer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Little Dead Hen. Um, My BF broke up with me six months ago, and I was devastated. He moved home. We only talk about once a month now. He constantly texts me saying, I miss you, or I've been thinking about you a lot, or I am still very much in love with you. Oh, no, no. She's still very much in love with him and is confused by the mixed signals. What's the deal? Confused in love. The most bullshit. He's such a cocksucker. Fucking hate this dude instantly. Ah, what a bitch. Fuck that guy. Hey, t- try this one on for size. Next time he texts you with any of that garbage or anything at all, I don't care if it's like a mass happy birthday, like happy birthday Jesus Christmas text. Tell him to go fuck himself. Yeah. <laughs> go go right and fuck himself. Trust me on this one. Burn this fucking bridge. This cocksucker moved on, said, I'm going to find a BBD. That, of course, stands for. As as de- as developed by Richard Jenny in the hit film The Mass, a bigger, better deal. He went on for the BBD, and he and he he got some other something t- that he liked better, something new. A girl he met at new. a Dave Matthews Band concert. Hey, before these crowded streets, I want to have sex with you behind the porta john. <laughs> and then and then he moved on. So you know what? It's time for you to move on. Tell him to get, next time he. He texts you. Just right away, text back. Go suck a dick. What he's doing is he's, he's either, A, stringing you along so that when he comes to visit, he's going to try to sleep with you, no strings attached. B, like that movie, no strings attached. Exactly, like the movie, no strings attached. <laughs> on DirecTV now. Um, or he's going to, he's using you as an outlet for like, he's kind of lonely uh, sitting at home and he wants to flirt with somebody and he thinks you're low-hanging fruit. And you need yep. to tell him to fuck right off. You are the highest hanging fruit. Yep. You are perched atop the tree like a Christmas star. You are not in love with him. You may think you you are. You're not because he's an asshole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You need to listen. It, it, he may be just not that into you, as they say. But available you need on to, Directv. Available on Directv now. <laughs> uh, but you need to get you need to get out of this of this sort of uh, this tete a tete. You you need to stop being into him at all. You need not to be you need, whatever the opposite of into somebody is. You need to be that. Do you want me to fight him? <laughs> Griffin will fight him for your love. Is what we're saying to you. It, it would mean more to me. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> I, I I need it. I'll fight for it. Griffin needs to fight somebody to fight for, for something. Goddamn it! How about a Yahoo answer? Yeah. Okay. Um, how about this? Uh, this one was sent in by Galahi Ayali. Thank you, Galahi Ayali. It's by Yahoo Answers user Yeti Education Committee. What? what? Uh, do you want to go ahead and imagine what the tone of this Thank question is going to be? Somebody finally step up and started educating these Yetis. <laughs> you Yahoo, dumb fucks. Yahoo Answers user Yeti Education Committee asks, Do you think it is possible... For Yeti to accept Jesus Christ as their savior, or does God not want Yeti in heaven? Oh, God. Assume the Yeti speaks English, the language of Jesus. Uh-huh. 
Fuck me. <laughs> fuck. Okay, fuck. 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 This question it. supposes so many things. First of all, do people who not speak English, are they just automatically, they just don't get to go to heaven? Uh-huh. Okay. That yeah. shouldn't be my main problem with this question, but... Nope. It's the first thing that sprung to mind. Uh, yetis have souls, I yeah. think. Sure. But they're like pet souls. Every yes. rock and tree and creature has a soul. Rock, rocks I'm going to quibble with you on. Okay. And probably trees. All right. Well, trees grow. Rocks. What kind of trees? Don't. Not fir trees. No, fuck fir trees. Deciduous trees. Deciduous trees have souls. Coniferous? No. No. Do you, are you saying you don't want trees in heaven? That's what, this, I, th- that's what this has to boil down to. I don't I, want deciduous it, trees in heaven. Yeah. God may or may not want Yeti in heaven. I certainly don't. What if, like, maybe he lets him into heaven, maybe he doesn't, but he starts spreading a rumor that there's some Yetis up there? Wouldn't that be a bummer if you got to heaven and again the existence of the Yeti was not confirmed? <laughs> it was ru- it was rumored like, can you leave giant paw prints in clouds? Does All right. that if if my choices are to be ever tortured by the possibility of Sasquatches, yeah, mm-hmm. or to have my to be literally tortured by having my arms torn off by Sasquatches, which is their favorite activity, yeah. <laughs> I would go with the former every time because I love my arms. I hug with them. <laughs> if you're Kevin's friend, of course, that wouldn't wouldn't matter so wouldn't much. Wouldn't be quite so big of a deal. But um, I'm not. I'm, I, I don't. I'm not acquainted with Kevin. I like uh, my hugs. Uh, the, <laughs> the Sasquatch that is a is is a mythical creature, which means that he comes down from heaven whenever he's on Earth. Like if you see mm-hmm. him on Earth, that means he's. Vacationing, basically. The Yeti is an angel. Yeah, he's down there spreading um, the word of God in English, Jesus's language, (laughs) to the penguins. Do you guys know my favorite episode of Touched by an Angel? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's the one where the Yeti came down and fucking hung out with that Scottish chick. Touched by a Yeti. I like the one where Roma Downey. Crushed by a Yeti. (laughs) I like the one where Roma Downey ripped that dude's arms off. (laughs) I'm a Yeti sent by. Rip. Give me that arm. Arms ripped off by an angel. Mm. I uh, I uh, I think the big surprise for this guy is going to be when he gets to heaven and Jesus is a yeti. <laughs> <laughs> this whole time, I know you guys were like arguing Arabic. You guys were arguing like, is he white? Is he Arabic? What's this? Nope, you missed nope. it. Not even no. human. I'm nope. a yeti. Yeti. Guess uh, what? The big man, big God. He's a yeti too. <laughs> I'm cutting his image. Uh, pretty much everybody. Loki, he was Loki a yeti. He's a yeti. He's up here making tricks and jokes. <laughs> Thor, Gifts. Thor is half yeti. Thor mm-hmm. is half yeti. Jim Morrison was a yeti this whole Full time. He's a yeti. Jim I'm just kidding. A yeti. Jim Morrison won't be in heaven. Oh, Don't no. be ridiculous. No. Jim Belushi, complete yeti. yeti. Yeah. Shaved yeti. Getty Lee, his actual name is Yeti Lee. And he's not <laughs> dead yet, but he is a yeti. Yeah. That's is where he, he gets all his bass grooves from, uh-huh. from his Yeti powers. Bootsy Collins? Most basses in bands are Yetis. <laughs> Most um, people you see on the streets are Yetis, sure. I would Yetis. say. Uh, guys, uh, I, I have something to tell you. Yeah, tell me. I'm a Yeti. <gasps> That's why I didn't get, I didn't get into heaven. Um because I'm I'm already a, like a resident. Okay. We've been saving it for the season finale, and this is the twist. Shocking r- reveal of my true nature. I've got Yeti DNA. 
and skin and like yeti skin and fur and teeth and stuff um that so, person you had the live show didn't look like a yeti it's because it wasn't me what it was it was my, an actor it was my familiar every yeti gets a familiar and one human familiar uh-huh so that was mine his name is his name is mike mm-hmm. he's um he's pretty cool i guess but um, yeah that's just something i i hope that you will still let me do the show and, honestly um, Griffin, I, don't, I don't know that i don't know that i'm comfortable I think we need to, well, after the summer, we'll leave this as like a cliffhanger. So to recap, Griffin told us a Yeti, and we may not let him stay on the show. And Bernard, our lovable lab tech, was shot in a holdup. And he's in the alley. We don't know if he's going to live or die. He has, this, he has no arms. But I had nothing, no. I had nothing to do with that. Stop trying to pin this on me. That's, Especially you without arms. That's could impossible. Be, could be in so Yetiest. Yeti-phobe. <laughs> Yeti phobe. Griffin, I, uh, all this talk of Yetis has watered my mouth for money. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. I'll take some cash for you. Such a happy trip to the money zone uh, this week. First off is, uh, is our buddy michael mclaughlin who wants to congratulate his friends jenny and zach on their recent wedding travis tell me about zach and jenny murphy well they've been together for six years uh beginning in their sophomore year in high school wow high school sweethearts love mm. it they said it wouldn't last and look at them killing it they have they a have, beautiful child have, named kennedy have they been together for six years or have they been together for 12 six-month periods Mm. Mm. Something to think about. Um, Jenny is a big fan of uh, podcasts, especially our podcast. Uh-huh. Hey, Zach, not a fan. Hey, Does Zach, not enjoy our show. Doors that way. Hey, Zach, don't let it hit you where Yeti God split you. <laughs> he will uh, split. He will tear you in half. <laughs> by that, I do mean tear your arms <laughs> off. Yes. Uh, so we got some good vibes going on to you guys from Mike, Courtney, and Kyle. That's Courtney with a K in case you know Courtney with a C. And Courtney Kyle with a, with a C. And Kyle with a C. And, and Jenny Mike, with an I. Mike with an R. <laughs> Zach with a T. Uh, they wish them all the best and many happy years. So How many? Can we can we make that less? Um, can we just clear that up? Like exactly how many years? For a hundred dollars. They get twenty happy years. Whoa! Mm-hmm. If he had, that's if he had paid, that's a if minute. He, if he had paid a little bit more, uh, we can guarantee you up to twenty-five, twenty-six to twenty-seven years tops. Enjoy two, the next two decades because it's all downhill after that. Well, no, yep. then they can re-up and pay yeah. another hundred dollars for another twenty. Years. I can't oh. guarantee the same rates, but yeah, yeah they can re-up. Oh no! It. By that point. With inflation uh, and whatnot, it will be like a yeah. thousand Mars dollars. And the popularization of space credits, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, li- uh, also, another one, Ryan Math wants to congratulate his girlfriend, Kat Crossland, on getting admitted to the NYU nursing program. Nice. Hey, congrats. Hey, way to go, Kat. Uh, she's currently living like a bum without a job in Brooklyn. I say like a boss without a job in Brooklyn. Till she starts nursing school in September, while the rest of us slave away in the heat. So, Kat, that's exciting. We're proud of you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, too. I'm not proud that you don't have a job. What's no. up with that? Just because you're in school, you think 
you're too good for employment? I will emphatically say that I do not respect your your choice to not be employed. But uh, sounds like Ryan's able to pay to have us take congratulations. So he's obviously rolling in it. Can, Can I, I suggest just as a job freelance nursing? That's illegal. I'm pretty sure. Oh, so like he gets, she gets like an early start before she knows anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she just starts rolling around and like she sees someone fall down, she slaps a bandage on him. She's like, that'll be ten bucks. Well, listen. Uh, from what I know about nursing, it's a lot of um, disimpacting bowels, which I'm not sure you want to do to a stranger. Mm. There's a lot of touching dick, like shaving dick, like a lot of shaving dicks. Like, Kat, I, I don't mean to burst your bubble, but this is a life that you have subscribed to. Um, and maybe you don't want to do that to strangers on the street. Uh, I'll I'll shave a stranger's balls. Maybe she could have me come in as a sub, uh-huh. as like, a substitute. Tag, like tag team those balls. Now, Justin, were you going to finish that sentence with for money? Or are you just saying like in general? You're up. Uh, yeah, that's what I. That's it what would I have meant. To be for money. Sure, what? for money. I wouldn't. I wouldn't shave a man's scrotum for free. Unless it, well, it depends on the man, right? Like, um. What if it's George Lucas? I wouldn't mind hanging out with him for like a minute, or however long. It well, it depends on what the minute is. Like that, <laughs> for that minute, I think I would mind it pretty bad. You can't think of it like a person you want to hang out with so much that, like, you wouldn't want to hang out with Elvis Costello so much that you wouldn't mind that during that minute you'd be shaving his balls. There's not a human being on, <laughs> on the this face of the on earth. God's green earth on all of history. If I on all of it, history, there's not a single person in history whose balls I would shave to hang out with. Their Thomas family. Jefferson, you wouldn't shave his balls so that you could hang out with the the father of America. No, George so Washington. He, he had slave wives for that. Amadeus. Amadeus, I he was hairless. That's, Nikolai that, that's Tesla. Tesla fried all his ball sack hair off in a failed experiment, and he looked like David Bowie. I, I'm going to reject the David the Bowie. David Bowie cosplaying as Nikola Tesla, maybe, in okay. in the hit film The Prestige. Prestigeist. <laughs> That's all I could, those are the best people that I just named that have ever happened to us. Yeah. Why don't you give me a quick list there, Weir- weirdy? <laughs> Your future child all grown up. Think about, oh, God. Think about that. You're saying, you're saying to get to see him... This future theoretical baby as an as a older adult. Well, he's grown up. He's an adult. He's all grown up. Like, see, okay, if I could see <laughs> all, if I could see all of my ancestors, like through history, like the, the 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 ones that would come after me, if I could see you down that particular future well, like <laughs> seven, eight, nine, ten generations down, I would shave each of their balls to get to meet them because I think that would be pretty special. <laughs> It. I knew I could find it if I went long enough. You could get a sports almanac from one of them. What's the secret to your success? And it's like, oh, I shaved my grandson's balls. I shaved my great, great, great grandson's balls. <laughs> so congratulations, Kat, on your acceptance. Yeah, yeah. Well, I almost moved on without without the jingle that they paid for. Oh Christ. I forgot that we do these because I haven't done it in a while. Nope. Nope. 
Something old and something new and something borrowed, something blue and something shaved and shorn and shiny. Yeah, the first thing is about Zach and Ginny. They got married yesterday and the other thing is about Justin and Kat Crosland. They formed a crime-fighting team shaving grandson balls. <laughs> they are the worst crime fighters that I've ever seen. They don't fight crime, they fight hair on balls. <laughs> Happy wedding. <laughs> I ended that one on a minor chord to, I that was to show how very displeased I was with that jingle. That was the worst jingle I've done so far. And I'm sorry that you paid for it. Uh, um, it's well, it beats shaving your great great grandnephew's balls, that's for sure. I think it's time for a Yahoo answer. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, okay. Um, this one was sent in by question mark. Thank you, question mark. It's by Yahoo Answers user Bill Steven, who asks, How can I touch my girlfriend in class? Me and my girlfriend want to touch each other. Just squeeze her ass or squeeze her boobs. But we can't hang out after school because she's grounded. We only Mm. have one class together and we sit in the back. And I need to know how I can do that kind of stuff without anyone like other kids or the teacher seeing us. Help, please. What? So, like, they're like, hey, Jennifer, can I come by after school and maybe just squeeze your boobs? Oh, Alyssa. Or, like, your ass or something? Alyssa, I am going to squeeze your boobs all night long. Hey, this is a text from me. I just wanted you to start thinking about how I'm going to squeeze your boobs oh, tonight. You're squeezing them. There is nothing ro- more romantic than just, like, a vicious, unending groping <laughs> of someone's bottom and or breasts. I can... I will latch onto that boob, that left boob, and I will just hang on it all night like a three-toed sloth. <laughs> it's going to feel so great, <laughs> I hope you don't have to run to the convenience store for anything last minute, because once Griffin's on there, he is are you, not are, are we done? coming off. Are we Are we? Because I'm latched. You are done moving. <laughs> I, I bought these special gloves. Mm-hmm. Griffin, it's this. like putting on sweatpants. It, once you're in, you're in for the night, so get comfortable. With the fact that he is going to be groping your boob that hard, I've got a I've got a dry hug that I do mm-hmm. that involves um, just squeezing a boob for hours. I'm like the sting of boob squeezes. Also, <laughs> really sorry about the bruises. No, like so that's sorry. the thing. I my I'm so good at it that I don't. I don't like leave, a tantric hug. I don't leave any evidence. Now, as far as the question asker, if you want to do this kind of stuff in school, uh, first. The first thing you gotta do is take a bullshit class. Uh, cooking yeah. would work. Uh, acting. That if you have a theater class, oh, forget about it. That's where the gropes are happening. Mm-hmm. Are they by the most attractive people? Nah, you know, probably not. Does your does your like berets? And, does yeah. your school offer a um, like a mammogram training seminar? Because that would be <laughs> that would that would be very on the nose. Also, a, you could consider a big blanket. <laughs> There, there, there are laws that prohibit a school from because of religious reasons that prohibit a school from looking underneath a big blanket. If you and your math teacher is going to be very confused as to why you've spread a big blanket over two desks in the back so, row, but. so you just tell him I'm a blanketarian and I don't like the persecution <laughs> that you're putting me through. Uh, I'm going to ca- bring a civil a civil trial against you. I am quiltish and I don't actually appreciate this hate that I'm getting from you. 
why are you so anti-snuggy is what I want to know. You know, it's going to be embarrassing, though, when there is a quiltist, like a real one right oh. next to him. Yeah. And they'll have to look at him with that judgment. Aren't Quakers, you know aren't Quakers quiltists? Isn't that a mm-hmm. thing? Don't, isn't yes. that one of their beliefs? God damn it, you guys, I miss high school. Do you remember when the biggest concern in your life was that you wanted to squeeze a boob? And you were like, oh, <laughs> how do I... There aren't enough hours in the day. I gotta, I, I gotta come up with some sort of heist so that I can squeeze. You're just in there looking at your tra- the schedule about. and your trapper keeper, and you're like, "Well, I got math at eleven, and then I have band at twelve thirty. When am I supposed to squeeze in squeezelins? If I eat my lunch really quickly, maybe we can go out into the commons and hide behind a tree, and I can squeeze a fucking boob." Do you remember the feeling of it being three o'clock in the afternoon? Yeah. And you are done with your day? Like, you don't have fuck all else to do. Yep. Yeah. Being an adult is like being at school all the time, forever. Like, you're never not at school when you're an adult. But I have to say, my my boob-squeezing career improved drastically after I got out of school. So I guess there's a trade-off is what I'm saying. Um it's like school that you can never get out of, but there's so many more boobs to squeeze. Uh, I, 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 I'm in a bit of a pickle. I see a lot of a lot of emotion this week. I'm bringing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to plan a bachelorette party, but here's the kicker: we can't have booze. The other bridesmaids don't drink for religious reasons. <laughs> Sorry, Padre, I stopped drinking for religious reasons. Can uh, I don't care how much you offer me this vino. Uh, the only reason I drink is to party, to get down. No religious, <laughs> no, religious, no religious drinking for me. Now I have to come up with something sassy and fun that doesn't involve drinking. I got it. And I'm betting that penis paraphernalia uh, will be frowned upon as well. That's from Bumfuzzled Bridesmaid in Nashville. Cashville. You know what's always fun? With parties, yeah, like to do a theme party, and your theme could be worst party ever. Yeah, bad. What's your theme? It's bad is my theme. Um, <laughs> the theme is boring. <laughs> we do boring things. Like you're gonna have a party without drinks or dicks. No dick paraphernalia. What's the point? I want to know. It sounds like the the problem is I feel like the premise of a bachelor slash bachelorette party is one last time to cut loose and be stupid and like let's do something that you're not going to be able to do once you're married so we're going to go you know say it's a bachelor party you're going to go drink all day with the boys and play miniature golf but to say i need a really chill party that fits into the bounds of religious specifications it's like well then don't have the party what is, what is her uh, what is her like um, the way that she cuts loose that she won't be able to anymore after she gets married? Maybe kind of focus on that. Like maybe you get all the girls together and watch a marathon of NCIS LA and talk about hung, how hunky Chris O'Donnell is. Oh, and at that time, Chris O'Donnell takes his shirt off. You take a bite of a cookie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, not a dick with shape, no you know. nuts. <sighs> you have one time in your life, one time where you're allowed to eat dick shaped foods. And it's during right. your bachelorette party because it's fun. It's fun and it's funny. Why would you give that up? You don't get to do it again. I just don't get it. You know what you should do, though? Tell me. You just squeeze each other's boobs all the time. That's a good feeling. That's okay, right? Like, I think yeah. that's, that's permissible. I'm so saying just dry th- hugs all around. Dry hugs with boob latching. With optional boob latching. You know, look, you know, there'll be so many girls latched on to boobs, it's going to look like somebody's playing 
barrel of monkeys in there. Exactly. Like you just can't even Egg. start to separate this tangle. Exacto mundo. I just recently discovered that I am gay. I couldn't be happier. Well, that's However, the definition of it, isn't it? Uh-huh. <laughs> However, I had been going out with a girl for a few weeks before my discovery, and now I need to end it between us. How can I break up this relationship while keeping her as a friend? Oh, no. Oh, Mitch. 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 I can't stress this enough. You need to just flat out break up with her. Do not mention the gay thing. She can never know. Ever. Although she probably kind of does a she little bit. She probably I mean, knows. She probably knows. But you can break up with her for any reason. I would rather you break up with her because she's really fat. Even if she's not fat, just like I'm breaking up with you because you're fat. Then tell her you are breaking up with her because while with her, you realize that you want to be with someone who's the complete opposite of her. Physically, biologically, the complete opposite. Hormonally, like, they're just the opposite of you. I, I get what you're laying down. I want not that, basically. I want the reverse of that. Maybe you can, uh, maybe the, the best way to end this is for her to mix the disappointment of the relationship ending with the satisfaction of knowing all along that you were gay. Like, maybe you walk up to her and just be like, hey, you got me. Catch you later. <laughs> and you, I guess we're done here. God damn, this must, I'm trying to piece together a timeline of Mitch's discovery. Okay. He's been dating this girl for a few weeks. How did... Was it... Did, it's like flipping a switch, right? Like, a few right. weeks ago, you were like, tote straight, gonna, me and Jennifer are gonna be togethers, full evs. Mm-hmm. And then at some point in the past few weeks, that just seems like an awfully long amount of time, or a short amount of time to just be like, gay now. I'm pretty much gay now. I'm pretty much I like you guys know, now. She, w- she was probably... Um, part of an extensive maybe sort of like a denial type thing mm-hmm. you're my like she was he was trying to convince himself trying a little something of everything mm-hmm. you know like a little trying anything to sort of keep uh keep that part of himself sort of quarantined it's like and then busted it's, loose it's like your first plate at golden corral you get you get a little bit of steak and you get a little bit of fried chicken and you get a little bit of pasta a little bit of potato salad and then you try them all and your second plate, you know that you're supposed All to focus on the fried chicken. And your second plate, you get dick. On the second plate, you get oh, just a buffet of dicks. <laughs> this is a special thing. And this is good. This is great. And we're all very proud of you. She won't be, though. Yeah. She's just not proud. I'm not talking in general. I mean, in this one specific conversation. All I'm saying is, in this conversation, he is embarrassed to be gay. This is yep. the one time where it's okay. Do not expect any high fives, is what we're saying, from <laughs> no, this particular right. woman. Um, but on the upside, honey, um, I'm really happy. So I, I'm like the happiest I've ever been. Um, I wish, I, 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 maybe things would have been different if you could have made me feel this happy. But uh, we are beyond that point in the conversation. And now I, I'm, I'm, I'm gay now. So, uh, hey, listen, if it'll cheer you up, maybe... Here in bed, I'll introduce you to Tim Gunn. How how would that be? Wait, what? Hold on, because we've already established that this has been a, a sudden, immediate thing, like a switch sure. flipping. You're saying that as soon as that switch gets flipped, Tim Gunn in, in your email the next day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome like aboard. When you join when you join uh, uh, MySpace, and Tom is immediately your friend. And when you- <laughs> that's exactly what it's like. <laughs> or like when you turn a hundred, and the president sends you a letter. Yeah, yeah it's sort of like that. 
and some smuckers. Is uh-huh. that right? Uh-huh. He, yes. Is that what the president does? Yeah. Uh, so, so I think that he'll really, I think that sh- that'll help to turn turn that frown upside down. Uh-huh. And you know what? She's everybody remembers the guy they were with when he discovered he was gay and he didn't want to be with you. You got to make sure that you're the first and only person this ever happens to. That's the important thing. It can happen once and it's funny. If it happens more than once, it's a it's abysmally devastating it's, to her. What you've got to do is make sure she doesn't date any more secret gay dudes. Because mm-hmm. then it would be bad. You've got to be like Batman for her, except you're protecting her from secret homosexuals. So you you have to be her... Although I do think Frank Gorshin was a secret homosexual, <laughs> for what it's worth. You have to be her dark, super gay knight. Yeah. Uh-huh. Protecting yeah. the city by... by Wearing leather. Wearing leather. And are you saying like he should like blow a dude in front of her? Like, never forget <laughs> this. Keep this in your mind forever. Remember this feeling. If you see her talking to a guy who is secretly gay, you need to stand next to her and just kind of shake your tush a little bit. Like a <laughs> sort of like, hey, you As like a distraction? Is that hey, what you're going with? Look at how he, look at, he likes this. I bet he likes this. You don't want to have anything to do with this guy. Where's Falcone? I'm going <laughs> to fuck him. Don't forget this. <laughs> Remember this feeling. Remember this pain. Pray to me. <laughs> Um, I want to hear Griffin's last question, uh, but first, super quick, we have we neglected to do this last week, and we have to say this week, Patrick and Jimison both got MBMBAM tattoos. One of them got at MBMBAM, one of them got hashtag MBMBAM. Here's, here's the fun thing about this. Jimison, professional tattooer. Yeah. Patrick, never a tattooer. Nary a tattoo applied <laughs> to a human body has he done. Um, so It's unthinkable. This whole yeah. this whole setup, the whole setup is bad. Um, but I'm proud of them, and I'm grateful. I'm very yeah. grateful for them. Certainly, um, uh, they joined the tattoo club, mm-hmm. which the, the, the NBA club of three. Yeah, um, which if you want to join that club, I really ask you to just sit down for a second. And <laughs> maybe talk a, to a loved one. Maybe think, <laughs> take a look in that deep, dark, truthful mirror, and really consider your, the possibilities here. But if you go for it, we're happy. God bless. Uh, immediately let us know. Please. Yeah, do send us pictures. Uh, and just a reminder, June 12th, we are sold out for our Cincinnati show. Uh, tickets sold so briskly. I think we pretty much have got to do one again soon. But, yes. Yeah. Um, and, and not that I'm encouraging this, but there is going to be um, a waiting list day of in case people don't show up. So if you're in the area, I, I wouldn't recommend driving like eight hours hoping to get in. But if you're in the area and you didn't get a chance to get a ticket, feel free to stop by the theater and check and see if maybe there's some seats available. Should we talk about our opener? We got an opener for the yeah, last Yeah, 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 yeah. Dizzy Gillespie. Dizzy Gillespie's coming back for the dead. Uh, no, you're close, though. You're not too far off. Felicia Gillespie. Oh. Yeah. She's I mixed stand- them up. She mixed them up. She's a stand-up comedian. Super funny. Uh, we we reached out to her and she was she was into it. She's going to be there, um, going to do some comedy before some we jokes. do our some jokes. Do us a favor and we'll remind you there. But like buy her CDs or something. Like tell her that she did a great job and buy her stuff. I don't think um, I do not think that they are going to need us to tell them to do that in order for them to do no, that. She's no. so fucking funny. We, we were, I, I can't I, like I am no lie. We the, when the three of us were all together in Ohio, we sat down. And instantly, like, 
were like, yeah, she's great. Yeah, we, so we, were, we were watching her clips, and they were she's hysterical. So look her up. She's going to be opening for us, and we're, we couldn't be happier about it. We're stoked. Um, uh, real quick, NBNBM app experience. Uh, if you search on iTunes or Droid store for NBNBM, you'll find our app. It's You can stream all of our episodes. Um, you can ask us a question directly from the app. Uh, we have extras on there. Occasionally, we'll put in like a deleted bit or something. What's on there you right now? You never wondered what a P-gasm was. P-gasm. Is that what's on there right now? The that, P-gasm? That was our latest yeah. uh, so. goof. I, uh, I want to wish a happy birthday to close personal friend of the show, Kristen Hott. Uh, so, happy birthday. Actually, Travis wrote happy birthday, which is that... So, so run, sweet. tell that, happy birthday. Is that run, tell that birthday that you just had. I hope it was happy, Kristen Hott. Uh, and that's... Oh, uh, oh, we got a new t-shirt design coming. Um, it's gonna be really good. It's the fucking best design. You guys, yeah. it's so f- you're gonna Justin take, Russo like outdid himself. You guys are gonna take those old Mabim Bam shirts you have, and you're gonna throw them right in the garbage because they are poop compared to this gym. But don't do that though. Um, no, don't do that. Uh, thanks to everybody who's out there. Thanks to uh, the Future Cat and the Future Cat's uh, friend Russell, who but Russell turned the Future Cat on the show. And then the future cat was spreading the word. Hold on. Um, is, this actual, is this an actual cat from the future? Yes. Yeah. Be afraid. Yeah. Worrying Blender, Carly, um, shoes out there. R- Rory Michelle, as always. Um, I want to give a shout out to like our one of our newest listeners, Warren G1983, just started listening to the show. Um, and a big thank you to Matthew Odin, who apparently tried to pimp our sampler. To our friend, Sarah Benincasa. <laughs> and uh, that's the whole show that we have for you. We'll be back next week with another podcast. We hope that you'll uh, subscribe to us on iTunes or through your RSS feed so you can make sure to, to hear it all. And uh, Griffin, hit us with that last question. Uh, this is the last question was sent in by John Ireland. Thank you, John. It's by Yahoo Answers user Jacob Magnetti, who asks... What can I use as an alternative to milk to get the calcium I need for strong, healthy boners? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad. Let's go wear on the lips. Keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Hey, keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Man, these girls are smart. Three stacks, these girls are smart. Play your part.